0: What do you do when you need to create content at the very last minute because time has gotten away from you? You need to have a few topics in your back pocket ready to pull out at a moment's notice. Having those topics handy will make content creation faster and less stressful. You're in luck because today we're giving you seven content ideas that are sure winners for your target audience and that you can use to quickly create content when a deadline is upon you. Hey you, you're listening to the Messy Desk Podcast, the show for entrepreneurs who want to achieve more without the overwhelm and drama, because although
1: business and life get messy, that doesn't mean things have to be hard.
0: Join us as we help you cope with the chaos and banish your barriers so that you can move forward in your entrepreneurial journey. I'm Megan Monahan, And I'm Teresa Safali. Let's get on with it. Hello and welcome to episode 38 of the Messy Desk podcast. I'm Megan Monahan, your content marketing strategist and coach.
1: And I'm Teresa Safali, your productivity strategist and coach.
0: Well, Teresa, I think we can all relate to that moment when we needed to create content in advance, but life got in the way. And there you are, needing a blog post, a video, email, a social media post, but you got nothing.
1: Oh yeah. We've all experienced that. Sometimes the reason is that time got away from you or you had a crisis. Other times
0: it's poor planning or even writer's block. Or even the holidays. Since we're all really busy at this time of year, I think it's a good time to provide you with some last minute content ideas. I think it's common to run out of steam and get into a bind with your marketing as one year ends and another one begins. That's a great idea.
1: The holidays can mess with your schedule and your sleep, so we can all use a couple of topics to stick in our back pocket and pull out when the well has run dry, you know?
0: Exactly what I was thinking. Before we jump into the list of ideas, I want to mention why you don't want to get complacent with your content and disappear for weeks on end, whether it's the holidays or not. We talk about consistency in marketing, and there's a good reason for that. Showing up regularly or on a specific schedule illustrates to your audience that you're committed and reliable, that you prioritize your audience. Content marketing requires consistency to be effective.
1: Sticking to a schedule and being consistent in your marketing seems like a small detail. But look, those small details can work against you if you don't pay attention
0: to them. Think about this in the entertainment genre for a minute. Shows like The Walking Dead or Grey's Anatomy rely on fans. I think like Grey's Anatomy is in its 17th or 18th season. It's just crazy. <laughs> that's, a long time. That's, that's like uh, Law and Order. Yeah, you're Mom. right. That one's even longer. So anyway, fans are built not just on the stories of these characters, but also on the fact that these characters show up weekly in their family room. That consistency builds a relationship and a bond And it fosters people who become committed to the show and invested in the characters. They look forward to seeing each episode. Now, imagine if these shows were more random in their content publishing. As in, what if they didn't stick to a schedule or only launched a new episode once a month? The momentum would be lost. It would be tougher to generate sustained interest and create fans. The takeaway here is that if you want to build a community, grow an audience, and foster relationships with your followers, consistency is important. The best way to be
1: consistent is to plan your content so that you're prepared. But we all run into snags. So Megan is going to run through seven ideas that you can use for last minute content creation. And I will say they're really brilliant, just like she is. So I can't wait for her to share them. No, you're (laughs) welcome. It's true. What's awesome about these ideas is that they all fall under your niche. They won't distract you from your core subjects. In fact, these topics support your business and are likely to be interesting to your audience. Plus, you can use these ideas for blog posts, podcast episodes, videos, email,
0: and even for social media. All right, Megan, give us your first one. Okay. Number one is to tackle a myth or an objection that your prospects commonly have. A myth or lie is something that your audience believes about your industry or niche, but that isn't accurate or true. For example,
1: if you're a wellness coach, maybe your audience thinks that they have to exercise to lose weight. You could expose the myth and then offer an alternative or maybe a few
0: alternatives like diet changes. Tackling myths positions you as an authority in your field of expertise, and it's an attention getter. So this is a good way to capture interest and boost your influence. An objection is similar to a myth since it's something your prospect believes that may not be true. However, think about objections as those typical reasons, doubts, or misgivings your prospective customer has that keeps them from investing in your services. Don't think of it as self-promotional. It's not about directly promoting your services. The goal is to dismantle their objections and hesitations, not to be salesy. Right.
1: So you're not aiming to create content that's like five reasons to hire me today. Instead, you're looking to help people overcome the incorrect beliefs they have about what you do or about your niche. For instance, if you're a writer, then you could create a video about The biggest reasons why you need a copywriter, or three ways copywriting boosts your sales.
0: I like those topics because they focus on delivering value to your audience. Your content should tie into your offers, but not be primarily about your offers. For sure, it's okay to mention how you can help. We're not suggesting you never promote yourself. Just make sure to lead with value and make your content's primary focus about the concerns and interests of your audience rather than about getting hired. I agree. People really get turned off by in your face selling
1: these days. That's the beauty of content marketing. It leads people to you as the solution. It informs your audience and lets them decide what's right for them. You do need to remind people about how you can help them. And people won't mind you mentioning your business after you've offered value and assistance. Okay,
0: another last minute content idea is to answer one or more frequently asked questions. If you've been in business for a bit, you've probably noticed that you get asked similar questions from prospects and customers. Use these questions to develop content. These are inquiries your target market has, so they'll be interested in your answers.
1: Whenever you can hone in on the topics that your audience is interested in, you're in luck because that means they'll be more likely to pay attention. The downside to this suggestion is that you may not be familiar enough with your target market to know their frequently asked questions.
0: If that's the case, there are plenty of resources online to help you find those questions to answer. Let me give you a few resources. Answer the Public uses the autocomplete data from search engines to show you the phrases and questions people are asking around your keyword. And then there are also two tools that use the data from the most commonly asked questions from Google's people also ask box. One tool is called people also ask and the other is AlsoAsk.com. The links will be in the show notes. Of course, you can always go directly to the source and search in Google to see what questions are popular. These are all good websites that are great for figuring out questions but they require that you have a general idea of your keywords or topics so that you have a starting point for researching what questions people ask. And actually, even if you think you know
1: your prospects really well, it's worth the time to use the websites Megan just mentioned. You might actually discover questions in your area of expertise that you never even knew about.
0: Good advice, Teresa. Research is always where I start with my content creation. All right, the third idea for your last minute content is to talk about either one or more of your favorite resources. People are always searching for apps, websites, books, and other resources to help them. So as long as the resource applies to the majority of your target audience and aligns with your business, you can't go wrong with this topic.
1: Sharing your best resources is a great topic since you're helping your audience. One caveat though. It's not uncommon for established businesses with large followings to get creative with their recommended resources. But if you're still establishing yourself as an authority in your niche, stick with resources that are super relevant to your specific industry. In other words, you may not want to record a video about your favorite cookbook when you're an accountant, especially when you're just starting to
0: make a name for yourself and build your reputation. Always think about how your content relates to your target market and vice versa. By the way, sharing your favorite resources is another topic that boosts you up as an authority and highlights your experience. And that is great for you. Plus, and here's a pro tip for you, if you're an affiliate for the resource you're talking about, you can potentially even earn a little money from this type of content. Sweet. This next idea is to interview a colleague. If you have friends or business colleagues who you think your target audience can learn from or would like to hear from, then interview them. This can be someone within your industry or even a complementary industry. Of course, the person needs
1: to be available at the last minute. So it's not always easy for that reason. But it is easy from the aspect that the interview is the content. You don't have too much prep other than an introduction and knowing what questions to ask or where to
0: lead the conversation. The interviewee or guest does need to be available, so that is a potential stumbling block. But an interview can be fairly easy and engaging content to create in a last-minute situation. And what's an added bonus here is that the social proof and authority of your guest magically hops onto you. You know, if I'm interviewing Tony Robbins, let's say, that automatically makes people think, wow, she knows Tony Robbins and he gave her an interview, so she must be reputable and wise. That's just how a lot of people think, and that's how social proof works. Plus, if the person shares the interview, you get exposed to their audience. This is a terrific path to expanding your reach and getting introduced to new people. However, that really only matters if those new folks are interested in your area of expertise. And for the record, I don't know Tony Robbins, I just wanted to be clear about that. (laughs) Oh, good to know. Okay, what's next on your list of content ideas? All right, number five is to find some news or research related to your industry or niche and talk about it. React to the information, share your point of view and opinion. By sharing and discussing topics that are new, current, or insightful, you'll position yourself as an authority and expert. You'll be the person delivering the information that your audience craves. This isn't evergreen content, meaning it is more timely and for the moment rather than good for years to come, but that's okay. This last minute content is meant to be quick and easy while still super relevant to your business and target market. Plus, this type of content is great for getting attention. If you don't
1: already have a repository of resources for news and research related to your industry, then start one now. A repository is simply a place where you store things, in this case, information. It's easy to create one. A Google Sheet works great for this. There are many ways you can set it up, but the simplest way is to create categories across the top of each column, then add related website links to each one. For example, my niche is service-based business owners. So I have columns like small business statistics, business psychology, time management, productivity. Then in each column, I have links to websites where I can go to see current news and related information. I also have a column with links to good research tools like Answer the Public and Ubersuggest. The point of the repository is to make things easy
0: and quickly generate topic ideas. That's great advice, Teresa. Super helpful. All right, we're headed down the home stretch. Just two more to go. Another idea for last minute content is to reveal a behind the scenes story or even a personal story. The caveat here is to make sure the story relates to your brand and to your audience. There doesn't need to be a direct correlation with your business when you're sharing personal stories. Even a loose connection is usually acceptable. People connect to other people, so the human side of your business is really compelling. Just remember that your content needs to be in alignment with your brand messaging. Otherwise, it can seem awkward. I share
1: personal stories a lot because it makes me more relatable. As a coach, I want people to know that I've experienced similar things. Don't be scared to show your vulnerability or humorous side. Your audience wants to see your humanity.
0: You can go really in-depth with behind-the-scenes content or stay a little more impersonal. It's totally up to you. Either way, this type of content is a nice combination of the personal and the business side of you. People often enjoy a behind-the-scenes look at your life outside of the more public and business side of things. And it's easy to create this content on the fly and in the moment when you're short on time. I want to give you a quick example of behind-the-scenes
1: content. Say you're getting ready to accept a business award. There are many content opportunities in this situation, like preparing your speech, getting ready, traveling to the ceremony, mingling, and accepting your award. So start looking at your everyday routine and special occasions as potential content.
0: You may not think about your own life as content, so it may feel kind of weird at first, but definitely give it a try. Okay, we're on the final suggestion, and that is to highlight one of your customer's success stories. People want to see what other people are doing. They desire to see people who are in similar situations succeeding and overcoming obstacles. It creates hope and inspiration. Think about before and after photos. They're popular for a reason. People often relate to the before. They see themselves as the before person, and they want the after. That after photo represents success or achievement of some sort. That's why before and after stories or images are so powerful and impactful. So think of positioning your customer story as a journey from point A to point B, how they transform their situation and how they feel now that they've moved beyond their struggle.
1: Like with all content, the focus is the customer. So don't make your customer stories all about you.
0: Great point. So those are a few ideas for you. Hopefully there's something on this list that appeals to you. And don't forget to refer to this list in the future or even during this holiday season when you're pressed for time and need last minute content topics. Before we go, Teresa and I have a few quick tips for your last minute content. Always research your keywords. Even when you are creating content super fast, invest five minutes into finding the phrases that your target market uses. This will keep your content optimized for search and for your audience. Also, don't forget to include a call to action because even your last minute content is meant to support your business. So it doesn't matter if you're just asking people to like your post or to opt in to receive updates from you. Give them an action item at the end of your content.
1: And the final tip is to collect your ideas for topics or keywords. Prepare for those less than optimal moments when you're slammed for time by making a list of last-minute content topics or keywords. Your future self
0: will thank you. That's a wrap. If we helped you today, please let us know by leaving us a positive review or rating. We really appreciate your support. The detailed show notes and the transcript are available at messydespodcast.com. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week on the Messy Desk Podcast. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe to the Messy Desk Podcast and leave us a review.
1: We're interested in what you're interested in, so email us at messydeskpodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com with your topic suggestions and questions.
0: And most importantly, stay messy, because that's where the growth, progress, and magic happen. It's going to be one of those episodes, <laughs> or even during this holiday season. <laughs> Create categories atop atop the
1: cross of each section.
0: <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <sighs> Target audience. Modi- What's a audience? That's a market and an audience combined.
1: <laughs>
0: Take twenty-seven. <gasps>